Viewer discretion advised. Refrain from watching if you're short-tempered or get offended or annoyed easily, or if you're under the age of 18. Also, don't watch if you're touchy on the following subjects, such as mental health, suicide, firearms, veterans, dark humor, swearing, violence, war, small parts of political and world events. The host, co-hosts, and guests are not professionals, so anything mental or physical health-related topics mentioned on Asylum Arms, take with a grain of salt and contact your doctor or therapist for advice or questions on those subjects. Welcome back to another episode of Asylum Arms. This is episode 18, and today we have Hammer Time Productions. Um, and before we start us off, let's have a word from our sponsors, which we are sponsored by Audible, which you can download titles and listen anywhere offline at any time, anywhere. The app is completely free. It can be installed on multiple platforms, phones, tablets, etc. All the all the juicy things. Yes, juicy. That's the word that you want to use. <laughs> if you can't decide to listen on what you want. Is that your bear? Was the that fuck your bear? Was that? Bro, what was that? The fuck was that? <laughs> Bro. Anyways. Anyways, you can keep your credits up to a year if you decide to undownload and you can use your credits to purchase other ebooks and shit. Um I am now concerned on what the fuck that was, though. Got it. <laughs> Got it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. I really, really, really don't know what that was. Not at all. No. That was. Oh, I know what that was. Got okay. it. No clue what that was. All right, oh. so, Hammer Time, would you like to tell us what you did in your time in the service? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> nah, I, uh, I went in, I, I was uh, 88 Hotel, which was a uh, cargo specialist. Basically, uh, we, for, for all the people out there, we made sure that the uh, ships were, the ships or the planes or, or trains or whatnot were loaded properly <clears throat> so the the planes got loaded level so they wouldn't you know just no dot nosedive yeah or ships wouldn't tip so basically it was a, a loading unloading procedure uh all right got a bunch <laughs> of training in like forklift operations and oh yeah i got certifications in that Tonic loading and mm -hmm. now, um, correct, yeah. me if I, correct me if I'm wrong though, Hammer. You served in the army, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yep. Um, where did you go to basic? Relaxing Jackson. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm just saying. Backwards for you. Was maps backwards for me? The maps. You know, when land nav came around? No, they were right. They weren't backwards. Yeah, they were backwards uh, see, for me. See, 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 what you got to do is you got to flip those over, and then they're, then they're right. 
Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. You can't read them upside down, my guy. <laughs> I mean, you can if you try hard enough, I guess. <laughs> I, I, so my, my, my land nav was actually on point. I, they, they put me through a, uh, it's a leadership course and I was the fastest one to get the points. They actually, my time was actually the second fastest that they had. So I just missed the record. Uh, don't you hate it when that, that kind of stuff happens? Right? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> if my, my, my drill sergeant wouldn't have stopped and tried to talk to me for five minutes, I'm like, it's like drill circle. I have I have something I have to complete. Mm-hmm. It was cool though. He 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 was the fun one, and you know <laughs> he, he he was the one with the 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 dirty cadences and <laughs> the ones we weren't allowed to say around <laughs> around the rest of the platoon. That's fair. You know um, the cadences that you don't 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 exactly want to write home about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know. The ones, the you know, that's trying to go. Yeah, you know, the, the backed off, jacked off, fuck the other two. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hammer time. What was your favorite and least favorite MRE? Least favorite would have definitely been anything to do with the chicken. Nasty. Just nasty. Spaghetti because it had that sauce had to be the best one out of them. Just because mm-hmm. the sauce could cover up all the flavors of everything else in there. <laughs> <laughs> what what really Honestly, we we weren't allowed the warmers. We were not allowed oh. to eat our food at all. They were like they they would have us open them in front of them and we had to throw the freaking heating packs out. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. We were not allowed to heat the food. Oh. Why? Well, uh, one, because you can turn the, the actual heater into a CS bomb. True. Yep. Exactly why they took it from us. Fair. You had a little bit of Tabasco sauce and put the CS heater in, uh, I think it was water. Shake it up and throw it at somebody. CS gas. Yeah, so, and the, my timing was off. I was, uh, I was 27 when I joined and I was going I went to basic as kids were getting out of high school so it was a bunch of high schoolers and their we high have school similar drama. we have similar on um, pool on um, one of our co-hosts he joined in his 30s uh, like didn't pool uh, join at like 33 something like that 32 32 yeah and nothing was funnier, though, than laying in my bunk and having this guy, this, this, this kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say kid, he was a kid, he run around our pod, buck naked, getting into the showers because he put Icy Hot on the inside of his thigh. The, what made the worst it, place I've seen. Excuse me? On the inside of his thigh, nothing was funnier than when he rounded that corner and went, 
boom, and, and busted his ass on the floor. Who who's putting the icy hot on the? Why? Uh, do I need to bring up the other story? Right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Might as well. That I served with that uh, that put icy hot directly on his asshole. I was called outside for a detail. I heard him screaming from outside. <laughs> um, so um everyone does um, you know, watching here from home and stuff, um word of advice. Don't put icy hot on your fucking private parts or assholes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we needed, a, we definitely needed a warning like that. Just, just like Jack Sparrow needed an Amber Alert. Apparently, we need a warning. <laughs> oh God, that's a new one. <laughs> hey, hey, if, if anybody ever needed an Amber Alert, it's that man. <laughs> that's a new one. Um, so. I take it that that's that's one of your funniest stories from basic training. Uh, do you have any others that that still come back to your memory? Funny, not so much. So so when you get down there and you got that that whole week's worth of intake, you setting up the duffel bags and and reading the books and whatnot. Okay, so day one they load you. So after that week, day one they load you up on the bus. Our drill, our drill sergeants thought it would be cool with all that gear. Now, middle of summer in South Carolina. All Ow. that gear. I don't know Ow. how long we were running. I was at the front. Like, I started out in the middle, and I, I worked my way up to the front. Yeah. And a comment came out of my mouth. I don't know why. I, 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 I was just like, I had seen so many people struggling in the back, making my way forward that it was, it, it just came out of my mouth. I was like, why the hell are they doing this? They're going to fucking kill somebody. Ooh, the look I got from the drill sergeant <laughs> that was up front with us. He looked at me and I looked at him and I just like. Oh, it was at this I'm moment. I'm not saying another fucking word. Not another word. No, I'm figuring the only reason I got away with that shit is because I was at the front. Probably. <laughs> so, I can ex uh, briefly explain uh, my, my day zero after that week of intake. Um... It was actually a pretty cinematic uh, intro to basic training because it was raining. Ooh. And this is the middle of January. So complete opposite of mine. What? Hello? They pick us up. Oh, mm -hmm. he's, got, he's got somebody talking to him. So they pick us up, right? And they uh, they pick us up. They take us there, there. But the first thing that they say when we get all all loaded up on the bus, head in your bag. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. We had to do the same. So I'm sitting. I'm sitting there bear hugging a freaking duffel bag and just, or not the duffel bag, the laundry bag. I'm bear hugging a duffel or laundry bag and just bump, 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 bump. I get there. You have five seconds to get off my bus. Five, four, two, one. And you know we're sitting there. You better run to, better run to that spot. You better run to that spot. It's pouring rain, and all you see is a bunch of eighteen, nineteen-year-olds booking it from the buses to formation. <laughs> all while they have to keep their laundry bag or whatever bag that they have over their head. It was the quickest I'd ever gotten dropped in basically. I don't even know what the fuck I just missed, but yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the, lo- the lovely intake. The first meal was hilarious. I took one bite and got told I was done. Dude, there was n- then nothing sucked more than being the last guy in your section to get chow. Because by the time you sat down to take a bite, it was, time's up, let's go. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been but the nobody, last nobody guy. Else could, nobody, could else, nobody else could sit down and eat until you were there and ready. You had to take seats as they took a group. That, they took that rule away when I joined. Oh, it was there when I, was, when I joined in 07. Because I joined four years after you, or five years after you. Yeah, so it, it was definitely there in 07 when I joined. All right. Oh, man, I think they might, might have kept the rule. You had to get one glass of juice and one glass of water. Or something like that. Yeah, and you had to go back up to get those. Because you had to sit mm-hmm. there and hold them like this and walk back. Oh, no. You, you, you had to take your one hand and my, cover it. I couldn't get my drink until I set my tray down. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have the, the empty cup, but until you set the tray down, you couldn't go back up to that. That's when you went back up to get your drink. And on the walk back, we had, had to do this. I had to, hold them, I had to hold them like this. And they had, yeah, they had to be up against the chest. And you know what that was? That was that was practice for your grenade training holding. Mm-hmm. And we still had a dumbass fucking hand the drill sergeant the fucking grenade. I, I, I miss grenade training, but also I don't miss it. Because if I went back through it right now. I. <laughs> I don't think I'd get back up when the freaking cadre threw me to the ground. Right? Jesus, like they got rough with you. So so the same guy that handed the drill sergeant his grenade after it was issued to him also dropped it in the bunk, so the cadre had to jump and throw the guy outside the fucking bunk. Uh okay, I I I'll put it to you. Banned. That's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. 
skinniest, skinniest guy I ever saw. Oh, they they ended up making me Bravo leader, and uh, went out on our our three day. We were out on a three day, and they were doing uh, march drills out there and whatnot, and. Uh, We were off on our little little march there, and they wanted to see how we reacted. They told us it was a complete ambush setup, but we performed the best that they had ever seen. Hmm. Because, and and we were limited to people too. Like our, we didn't have many people to do it with, but you know we set we we set up people for the flank. And then we went around and we cleared these trees and came came up, cleared this, and then went to come back and clear that. But these people were already dead from the people that were sitting over here anyway. But they said we performed the best out of it, out of the whole ambush so setup. I, I got a question for you. Uh, we've talked about the funnest, funniest story, or funniest stories. Do you have one that still perplexes you as, like, it, it's the most interesting story? I'm still trying to figure out to this day. How the people, how the hell those people were getting cigarettes into the bay. <laughs> like they, they had cigarettes. I went the whole time without smoking a single cigarette. But people were constantly getting popped every other day for having cigarettes. And, and we did two ads, so I didn't know if somebody was sucking somebody off for it or what. Smuggling at its finest. <laughs> so, I had a uh, incident that's kind of relatable to that. Um, drill sergeant does inspections in the bay, and tucked behind the washer, there's a log of Copenhagen. So, of course, we all get called down and dropped and, you know, get, get told the famous last words of any fool. This will all end if you just admit what you did. Our, our bay leader, that happened with our bay leader, and, like, he didn't smoke before. He was completely against it. He was one of those ones that would, you know, turn people in for having it. They 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 had the audacity to plant a pack of cigarettes under his bunk. Okay, everybody in the base <laughs> took up for this man. Nobody ended up getting dropped. It got completely thrown out. Like they knew we were onto him at that point. They knew, but like you you can't do it to the dude that you know is sitting there. Turn, that don't smoke, and he's sitting there turning people in and getting them popped for it, you know? Not exactly how that works. So, uh, what's your what's your stance on uh, farting in the showers? If it comes out, it comes out. Hopefully it's silent. If not, you're leaving that, the, those showers very red in the hindquarters, because 
It don't feel good in wet showers. That towel does not feel good in the wet showers. That never actually happened to me because I was always one of the last to shower. Oh, man. Mm, now. I made sure of that. I'd take extra time shaving. Take extra time shaving. <laughs> uh, this spot, I didn't really get this spot that good. I'm going to go over it again. There was one Bro, time. By, I, by, by lunchtime, I had to shave again. Like, they physically made me take my shaving stuff with me and shave during lunchtime because was it was one time. Oof. There was one time I got. We got done with PT. Came back upstairs and I figured I'd touch up. Because, you know, I do a quick shave in the morning just to pass inspection and then go back and hit the rest after after PT. Yeah. Because it's so dark 30. Not much is going to be seen unless you take exactly. a flashlight to it. You didn't shave. Um. There was one time I shaved so much, the whole underside of my neck was red. Nope. I showered. I came back downstairs. Drill sergeant looks at me and goes, what the fuck happened? Did you get into a fight with the razor and lose? Did you? Mm -hmm. No. Maybe. Maybe. It's like, are you all right? Do you need to go to sick call? No. All right, let's go get breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> there. My, my drill sergeant didn't even know my name till week eight. Well, that's a good thing, though. Yeah, basically, you're supposed to keep your head down. <laughs> That's a good thing. Charlie started as name. They called me Dracula for eight weeks. Wow. What's the story behind that, Hawkeye? You can kind of see it. I, had a I have a widow's peak. Mm -hmm. And my uh, hair is like way up here. Uh, she's doing Jody. <laughs> no call. No call. Oh, there's there's no scent on this man. She must be doing Jody. Here you go. Oh, I had I had one one time. Uh, it wasn't me that got the letter, but it was somebody else. And drill sergeants always would throw the letters. Yep. Peg the guy right in the eye. <laughs> And I'm, and you know, he didn't exactly mean to, but it was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Okay, so um, so during your your gas training, okay, they have you standing with your shoulder up against the wall, gas mask oh, on. They had, they had us back to wall. Oh no, they had a shoulder shoulder to the wall. One in front of the other, like touching, right? Do not move or you will go through it again. We get in there. All right. 
they started they they started up with the gas. They're like, all right, do it. Clear your mask. I'm sitting there. I clear my mask. I hear the guy starting to Ralph behind me. I'm like, <laughs> no. And I go like this, and drill sergeant's just like, boom, right back in this. I'm like, son of a. I'm like, I get out and I'm looking. Nope, no puke on me. Good. Let's get Dude, straight puke. Dude straight puked in his mask. I'm like, oh, I'm glad that did not come out. So one of the drill sergeants in my company was actually Seaburn. <sighs> was what? And she was the uh, chemical. Uh, chemical, biological, radioactive, nuclear, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she was the one running the gas chamber. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, CBNC. Hmm? CBNC. She put extra CS gas tablets. Nope. I, I, I was good with the stuff I got. <laughs> like I said, they had us back to wall. Right? Don't move. And they had us move, of course, you know, do exercises and stuff like that just to work up a sweat to feel Open what the CS yeah, feel what CS gas actually does to you. Um the guy directly across from me. We go to do the the, the mass clearing thing. He starts freaking out. There's three drill sergeants in this in this in this chamber with us. Two of them were on his arms. And then you see this little short shit drill sergeant that was actually the the CBNC. Yeah. Come up and literally Shoulder check this guy into the wall. Jesus Christ. You know, uh, I'm just glad I wasn't a drill sergeant because I feel sorry. We we only have to go through it once, maybe twice. Think how many they times they're sta- they're just standing in it. They're standing in it the whole time. I'm like, oh, some of them have fun with it. <sighs> My drill sergeants looked at me and go, hey, looked at looked, looked at our platoon and went. This is the most fun I'm ever going to have in this cycle. Oh, <laughs> uh, when we did repelling, I uh, I looked at him like, "Can I go again? Can I go again?" I was like, the repelling was fun as hell for me. I loved doing the repelling. Oh, the confidence obstacle course was fun for me because people Dang. thought I was scared of heights. So. I had cracked a tooth the week before, so they had me at dental for that. Like I was on, I was on profile for that during that because they had me on drugs for my tooth. Makes sense. I, I had to sit there and watch. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I've got all the knowledge in my head. I know how to do this, and I'm just watching, watching my team just. Go down the drain. I'm like, I'm so, not allowed to uh, speak right now. So Rex, 
Uh, just so you know, the confident the confidence obstacle course is a series of uh, challenges. You know, yeah. rope bridge, this, that, and the other, and uh, towards the end of it is there's a thing that's called Jacob's Ladder. Uh, yeah, I've heard the story. Drill sergeant thought it would be fun to taunt me as I was getting towards the top of it and start shaking. Just come on, <laughs> hurry up. I got better things hurry to do than sit up. up. We're waiting on you. Hurry up. And I'm just like, okay, well. I'm not going to rush myself because if I rush myself, that's how I get hurt. Yeah. Not wrong about that one. Three weeks later on the final FTX, I tear my ACL. Were you rushing? No. I stepped in a freaking tank trail. That's right. Tank trail. Ow. Yep, he stepped on a chain trail and tore his ACL. That was the partial tear. I didn't finish the tear until I got to AIT. Speaking of AIT, where did oh, you and Were you one station? Useless. Oh. <laughs> right out of uh, Virginia. Fort Useless. See, that's, that's where I got in trouble. I was good through basic. I went to AIT and I got in trouble. They had me on Red Pass the whole time I was there, which means I, I couldn't go anywhere and do anything on weekends except mow the grass and <laughs> pick up trash. What did you do to put you on Red Pass? So me and, an, and a buddy that came from basic with me ended up at, at Useless. So we were up there on, on our free time, goofing around, horse playing, you know, hand-to-hand combat stuff. And But my roommate didn't understand that. So he went and jumped on dude's back. Now, now dude is like six foot three, all right? Ooh. Big mother, like big mother, right? Roommate goes out and jumps on him. He slings him around while I'm like, Dude, chill. Like, I'm trying to break him up, right? I get kicked in the nuts with my roommate's fucking steel toe boots. Okay. Which, which ends up later on, ends up leading to my medical discharge. Six foot three, my buddy grabs the dude by his fucking throat, grabs his fucking chest, fucking slams him on the fucking ceiling, and then fucking slams him down. Dude fucking completely knocks the wind out of him, knocks him the fuck out doing this, right? Of course, motherfucker's knocked out. He needs medical fucking, we got to get the sergeants involved. Son of a bitch. Well, <clears throat> I had already went back into my room. Apparently, they made up a story that he fell down the stairs. At 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm getting woken up. What's going on? And all I did was tell him what I saw. You know, me and my buddy were horse playing. This was going on. And, uh, well, he, he needed medical, so everybody has to get in trouble. 
Mm. Now, I pissed blood the next three days from the kick from the steel toe boot, which ended up creating scar tissue in my urethra. Mm. The blood cleared up, whatever, I was fine, you know. I, w- I was expecting the blood from the kick. I'm like, whatever. All right, go. Cool. Seven, seven months down the line, I get, start getting diagnosed with UTIs. Medication would help for about three, four days, and then it would just come right back. Like the, the, the insane pain of urinating, the, the lack of urine coming out, and what it was is the scar tissue from that built up and completely blacked off, ended up blocking it off. By the time they caught that it wasn't a UTI and it was scar tissue blocking it, normal person, when they really like, got to go, 200 liters in in your bladder. They literally said my bladder was on the verge of exploding because by the time they got in there, what they caught, they caught 600. Oh. And that's just what they caught, not not the excess that spilled out when they put the scalpel and cut me open. So, but that eventually ended to ended up with my medical discharge. Um, they're like because they had to. My medical paperwork said that you know you got to afford the dude a sterile bathroom once a month to self-catheter, which I still end up having to do to this day, just to keep things open, make sure it's safe, because you can't cure scar tissue. They had to go in in surgery, and they had to cut the scar tissue out. But scar tissue, scar tissue, it's going to constantly regrow. So if you don't have something, you got to keep keep it open. So since they, yeah. they had to do that, they were like, well, you're you're non-deployable, so we don't want you anymore. And I was like, well, there's lots of other things I can do. You just wasted all this time and money on training me. There's lots of places you can send me. I'm like, I'm willing to stay. And they're like, no, we don't want you no more. So, big medical discharge. I mean, the big thing is with that one is that is that if you got um deployed. They wouldn't be able to support a sterile bathroom, I believe, exactly. would be the big thing on that one. Yeah, that that was their thing. <clears throat> now it's like, now they they got embassies and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. they could have stationed me in an embassy. Exactly, well, yeah. you know. I mean, I was shit. While I have my damn bag on my hip <clears throat> and all my urine going into my bag, I was on guard duty. Down at the docks. You know? Okay, we know your old ass forgot. It's true. Like, uh... And literally a month later, my unit deployed. Like, my oh. med board hit. And and not a month later, my unit deployed. And... Oof. uh, we, we, we had three different run groups. A train, B train, and C train. Yeah. And I ran with A train, and like you know, you could tell the people in there that knew their shit. 
Mm-hmm. A train leader was one of the guys that just knew his shit. You know, he was he was on point. Yeah, he was a sergeant. You know, I would have I would have followed him anywhere. Like he did not come back home. Aidy, I would have been yeah. right there with him if I would have went. Fuck. It's one of those. Uh... I hate to phrase it this way, but it's it, in a sideways way. It's one of those si- uh, uh, counter blessings. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was, I was, I was there for their welcome back. I, I, uh, I drove up back up from North Carolina and went up to Virginia on their, uh, for their welcome back ceremony on base and everything. So I got to see a bunch of the guys and, Uh, one of one of my buddies uh, actually just came down here for his birthday two weeks ago and got to hang out with him. So that's nice. One of one of my buddies, my uh, we call him Uncle Curdy. <laughs> he my daughter loved him when she was when she was a newborn. She loved him like she. Hey, here you go. Hi. I'm like you. I'm like, I'm fine with this. Only slightly. I'm fine with this. You don't you don't get to sing sing her to sleep every night. We're good. <laughs> That's fair. So um let's transition for a little bit. Um as far as uh military. Let's Let's talk about the, the transfer out of the military for a second. How easy was it for you to transfer from being having the, the, the steadiness of the army? You know. So I I have bipolar. That makes sense easier. Not really. That not really. <laughs> so that's that's so structure has always been a key point for me. That having a set schedule, day in, day out, constantly know what I'm going to, you know, what I'm doing from day one to day two. It, yeah. It's, you know, you have bipolar, join the military. It's awesome for you. I'm telling you, you're, you're on point. You're structured. You or know. ADHD. Just make sure that the, 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 the military does not know that you have those. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't know that. I definitely went in having it, but they didn't know that. So that's okay. <laughs> they don't need to know. Well, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> so my my discharge was really weird because I I had a two star out of the Air Force. Yeah. Do my surgery at a Navy base. And she was literally the one that started my med board. My med board actually went through the Air Force. The Air Force med boarded me out of the Army. They said that is the quick. She put my med board paperwork through. I was doing my clearing the next week. So the Air Force did? Yes, the Air Force did. 
I wish I could have gotten a fucking Air Force doctor to do my goddamn med board. God damn, that <laughs> army doctor said, that army doctor said, said oh, I'm not going to allow you to kneel, but you're still going to be deployable. Jesus Christ. Well, see, she literally got sick and tired of me constantly having to go and say, do something, because my unit was not following my medical profile. Yeah, they that would do it. constantly failed to follow my... So she was constantly putting me on convalescent leave. So I'm sitting there... Putting you on con leave and just said, how about this? Let's sign a... Uh... Let's sign some med board paperwork and get you out the door. I mean, they're they, they're having me do freaking four or five mile, you know, marches with fucking bag on my hip. That's catching my urine. I'm like, with a tube coming out of my stomach, and it's like, <laughs> freaking gay. Katerian's like that's how badass the uh, the Air Force is. We can med board you nerds out of a out of other branches. She she was she was great. She was she was a great doctor. <clears throat> and um, but... the other uh, the other co-host here. Um, uh, it isn't unheard of of having other branches med board. Um, service members out. I've just never heard of it. I said the branch just kind of keep themselves about that shit. So I think my hardest part of uh, getting all the paperwork and stuff together, there was one civilian. We need your captain's signature. Well, lady, you know, sucks to suck because, uh, Closest thing I can get you right now is my first sergeant because, or my lieutenant because <laughs> my captain's gone for the next two weeks on, on training. Like, he wasn't even on base. And they wouldn't accept anything else but the captain's signature. Guess what? Thank you for the to question, day, okay? Till this day, she still don't have my captain's signature. <laughs> <laughs> my captains were uh, my captain was actually trying to fight for me to for me to stay in. You know, I I like I said, I wanted to stay. I was I was ready to sign renewals and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, at the, at this point, I was eighteen months in, so I was halfway through. I was looking to sign, sign, you know, longer contracts. And they were like, nope, nope, nope. I was like, I can change MOS. Nope, 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 nope. I'm like, you're destroying me here. So I want to get your opinion on, on this, um, Hammer. I have an analogy that I use quite frequently. Okay. Uh, the difference between recruiters and retention NCOs. Your recruiter is the new car salesman. They try to get you to see everything, you know, all the potential, blah, 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 blah. 
Yeah, all the fun they shit. They get you in the door. They get you in the door. They get they they tell you all the fun shit. They tell you all the the badassery that you can do. And then you get in the door. You complete your first contract, and then you're talking to the retention NCO, which I compare to a used car salesman. You know, because at that you know five four four five six years down the down the line, you might be a little broken up, uh, and all that kind of jazz. Just a little, only a little. Yeah, tell that to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> only a little. Tell tell that to my back. <clears throat> I got ruptured um, disc. So. I have a hernated disc they right try, now. They try to get you to stay in. They try to sell you on the benefits that the army or the military can continue to provide. How accurate do you think that uh, that analogy is? Eh, I don't know, because used car salesman is is selling usually out there selling you lemons. They're the retentionists are, are you know if you're going from a car salesman, you got to go to a to a to a a house sale, you know. Uh, like here, you know, you get this. Come stay with us. Here you go. This is what you can afford. Now this is what you can afford. <laughs> it's a little bit less than when you started and had that sign-on bonus, which I never got a sign-on bonus. Neither did I. A lot of people did, but I did it's not. Okay, college recruiters are the same fucking way with that shit. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. So let's. let's I don't take know because now you already know what's fucked up and and what's not fucked up, and you know where you you're, you're going <laughs> from there. You know, you know what you want to do from there. Uh, so let's take. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, shift gears one more time here and. Uh, what have you done since you've been out of the military? Okay, so I worked at Arby's. I've had a kid. Yep, yep, yep. Ladies, everything still works. Don't worry. Had a kid since then. Um, uh, sorry, ladies. I, I have been... Oct October 12th will mark 15 years married. So still married after 15 years. Uh, started out doing odd and end stuff. Uh, worked at our, like I worked at our local Arby's. I worked at McDonald's. Worked as a, a overnight stalker at Harris Teeter. Yeah. Um, smoked a lot of pot. Um, <laughs> uh Stop! So stop smoking pot when I find out the wife was pregnant. Just <laughs> dropped everything cold turkey. Like, nope. Now I got a kid on the way. I got to be responsible. Yes. Yeah, um, so stopped all that. Uh, ended up going to my local community college. Used my GI Bill to go mm -hmm. to school. So you know, since I was away, so far away, they. 
paid me housing allowance based on the area I lived in. So I was getting 1800 a month. Plus they paid for books, supplies, and the tuition. When that, sounds like a, that sounds like the post-9-11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're... To go back to school. It's a wonderful thing. So as long as you're seated in one class and you're taking full credit, they'll give you the housing allowance. Five bucks years a year off. Was born in 2002. <laughs> oh God damn you! Fucking I, I, damn. Now he now he's making me feel old. I literally go. I I joined the army when this dude's five. Got it. Was <laughs> he in, was five. How old was I? Oh two. Fuck all y'all. Why why fuck all of us? This kid's an old piece of shit. <laughs> what? God damn it. Now I have to do math. Math. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how old I was when you started in the military. We're 10 years apart, buddy. Aren't we? Yeah, we're like 10 years apart. Fucker wasn't even born when I went to the service. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10 years uh, old. Uh, wait, how do you have more gray than me? I stress myself or, out. Or, or, or is that is that like Bruno and we just don't talk about it? I mean, he was in the army longer. That might have to do something to do with it. <sighs> that That very well could. I mean... Especially if you went to basic with the, the kids getting out of high school like I did. They, God, they drove me insane. Just bed, nye, 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 nye. Most of this is actually sun bleached. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I have a kid going, I have a child going into the seventh grade, okay? And, you know, I got some gray patches at this point. Wait, 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 is that why is that why he pulls ball? Just because he had to deal with all the fucking youngies when he went in at fucking thirty-two. Oh my god, they, yo, know, those high schoolers were annoying. So they got they got the group in trouble so much. Like they're sitting there playing dice off the walls when they're not supposed to be playing dice. They're betting and getting in fights because people don't want to pay up and. Like, I don't know how the hell we got Company of the Cycle. But watching them do low crawls on their own was funny as hell. Because even though we tried to join in <clears throat> with our buddies on the low crawl, three days before the award ceremony, yeah, um, they said, nope, y'all gotta stay out of it. Jesus. Like, you know, we were taught to do everything as a group all the time, and then they wouldn't let us. They were like, no, y'all weren't part of this. <laughs> You're not fair. allowed to support them. That's and fair, were, I guess. And, and that was that was their punishment, because we were getting psych, uh, 
company of the cycle for the for the graduating classes. All right. So, Hammer, do you have any um uh, advice for someone that's trying to get into the military or wants to specifically army? I guess check, make sure what you want to do is available. Would be my thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, I knew for a fact that, you know, no matter what, I wanted to go in and I wanted to join. So for me, it wasn't uh, a question of if it was available. Yeah. But I'm sitting down, I'm talking with the recruiter, and I went through two, three different things. And he's like, well, they're going to civilian, so you can't do that. But yet it was still in the brochures and everything online that, you know, because at, at the age of 16, I was a volunteer firefighter. Ah. And firefighting is what I wanted to go in for. Oh, that's going to civilian. Okay. Uh, you know, MPK9, it's going to civilians. How is that, you know, I didn't understand. He kept telling me his stuff was going to civilians, so I just ended up with going in with the 88 Hotel and figured I'd just change out later. Just that never got a chance. Yeah, that later didn't happen, though. But, yeah, just uh, <clears throat> check with him, make sure what you want to do is available and would be available and find out what your scores need to be on your testing at MEPS. True. Study for it and, you know, just get your physical up, you know. Go out, do some, uh, you know, before you go in, you know, do some running, do your push-up, set up. Of course, they did they change that now for Army? I can't remember. I don't know if they changed the uh, PT test. Yes, they did. <clears throat> so I knew the Marines the stuff for I, for work. I knew it was different for the Marines nowadays, but oh, and don't ever, don't ever let a Marine say that they're better and they can beat your ass. My stepdad, my stepdad was a Marine, and I fucking yoked his ass out twice. <laughs> um, fair enough. So now that we got that, is, uh, we're coming into the, the, the portion of content creation. So uh, yeah. one of the questions that we usually ask is, what originally got you into content creation? Whether it be streaming, YouTube videos, yeah. um, <sighs> back in the day, Vine. <laughs> so Vine can die. <clears throat> oh, it did die. Just yeah, said it, said it, said it makes her so. Yeah, there. I think Vine was. I think Vine was before my my time. Vine ended in like twenty fourteen, thirteen, somewhere around there. So yeah, maybe I, I just was never ending. heard of it. I never heard of it. <laughs> but uh. It's basically TikTok. It's essentially what the new TikTok is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... 
It started out for me. Oh. I sitting here and I've got insomnia, so it's like you know something to throw on and just watch. You know, it's something different. It's something different. It's not the same old show over and over and over again. And you know, I uh, I ended up on on the one one Twitch stream. It was uh, Cougar on Xbox. He was actually part of uh, the Ambassadors program with Xbox. And he had his own website where he did game reviews, where they they send they would send him game codes so he could sit there and stream and, and review them on his website. Uh, he actually ended up letting me put... Uh, I sent him in one, and he actually put one of my reviews up on, on, a web, on his website. And for about four or five years is, is all I did. I was hanging out with this one guy and eventually it moved up. You know, there was a real close knit group of us. My, I ended up becoming an editor on his channel and helping him with a lot of his bots. He, he was a little old. So at the time he was 47. So he was an older guy. He had a lot of stories to tell. The stories this man could tell, they were endless. And we would just sit there and we would play play, play fishing games together, uh, farm sim, um, farm together, stuff like that. You know, just little knock you know, mess around games. And we'd sit there and we'd all play together and have fun. And uh, over the years, he had uh, killed his kidneys from drinking. And so he, he, he was always a recovering. He worked at a bar. But he didn't drink. That's but, ironic. But eventually it ended up catching up with him and he passed away. And that's when I said, I'm going, uh, I'm going for it. And that's when I started streaming. I, I did a little bit on Mixer and it's like... Make sure I ain't hitting it. So I I moved over to Twitch. And because he went from Twitch to Mixer and then back to Twitch before he passed away. And then uh, I ended up getting sponsored by No Name Nerd. And they do jerseys, like gaming jerseys and whatnot. And I actually made a gaming jersey for him in remembrance of him. Uh... So I made this one for him, and there are only two copies of this. One I have, and then one I bought, paid for, and shipped to his daughter. Like, that's how, how close we were. We were all, you know, families were talking. And literally, he lives up in, he, he lives up in, near the rest of my family in Pennsylvania. So literally, we were talking about visits and going up there and hanging out with them. That's what got me started. What um, gives you the idea for your name? So, uh, there, there was a movie that came out. Uh, it, Ride Along. <laughs> okay. And, and Kevin Hart 
in the movie, his Xbox name was Blackhammer. Because, you know, he, the hammer. So I was Whitehammer. That was my original name. Well, once I started getting an audience, they all started coming in. And anytime they would come in, they'd start going, it's hammer time. So I tried to switch my name to Hammer Time Gaming. Except I had to throw X's on the other side because they Twitch wouldn't allow me to have just Hammer Time Gaming. And then I realized that I was doing a whole lot more than just gaming. Uh, I was I was doing karaoke streams. I was gaming, you know, d- doing you know like forty eight hour streams and ended up leading into Hammer Time Productions because I'm doing more than just gaming on there. So a few name changes. <laughs> <laughs> I myself have not really had a name change, so I can't relate. Rebranding is a pain in the butt. I know. It, I'm rebranding my logo. That's about it. And that's, yeah, it's been not rebranding my name, at least. Just rebranding my logo. <laughs> so, so the pictures you see up here, it's it's all part of the the merch line I have now, and that actually came about the bumblebee. I actually had a bumblebee one day fly around my head while I was streaming, and we had this whole big welcome welcome the bumblebee to the stream, and he 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 sat up and he flew up on the the umbrella shield for one of my stream lights and he hung out there the whole stream. So we we kind of made the Bumblebee our our mascot. Uh my mom's an artist and she drew she she hand drew it all up and then I I uh sent sent that off to a digital artist and they created the the digital artwork we see here. So what is the most interesting time that you've actually had as being a content creator? Um, being dumb and licking my fingers when I was doing the Little Nitro Gummy Bear Challenge. <laughs> He's done one. He's done it. I've, I've made him do I've it. Done, I've done the Little Nitro and I've done Satan's Toe. Same stream, may I add. I've done this three times. I've done Little Nitro three different times. This this fucker right here, he he did Little Nitro and Toa Satan back-to-back the same stream. I don't know if you recognize the box. I I don't have the lid here. Truth or dab? Uh, The spicy jelly bean? I've done those. I've done a bunch of spicy challenges. I can't do them much anymore. Um, something about the, the, the level three on the peanut one, something in them I'm allergic to, and my lips just swell up the size of balloons. Oh, so the I can, death nut? Yeah, the death nut 3.0. Yeah. It, and, and that one, that was just an epic fail from the start. I I got the bags mixed up and I ate the hottest one first. 
Oh. Needless oh. to say, I did not finish the rest of them. So I can't, I can't do spicy challenges much anymore. Something about the the years of taking eight hundred milligram ibuprofen. Huh. This, this right uh -huh. here. <laughs> you mean Ranger this stuff the, mili the military gives you to pop as candy? It's uh -huh. candy corn. <laughs> it's messed up a. Uh, it's messed up my stomach lining a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, Acid reflux, bleeding ulcers. So. I've had those. It has to be a special occasion. I've hit a milestone or um, there was a milestone reached for a charity that I, that I streamed for. And. Kay is the literal king of food challenges because we have made Tyrion do some stupid shit. Hey, Rex, I got an idea for his next one. And I've done it. And, and you'll you'll see it in these these pictures. You you will see it. Uh that that's me graduating college. Um me fishing. Uh, uh freeze-dried tarantula. Okay. Oh, we'll only do that. I, <laughs> I, 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 I did that. Yeah. So, so it was, we, we reached a milestone. Uh, Max Reaper 1987 and I have a team with our, uh, Extra Life Charity. And whenever we hit a milestone, we do some sort of challenge for it. And so we both had to sit there and eat tarantulas live on stream. See, I've had um, I've had um, deep fried tarantula. I've also had chocolate covered tarantula. <laughs> I mean, Dude, I I'll I'll do just about anything if enough money's reached. You can ask <laughs> Kay. So uh, how about a century I've egg? Uh, I have a few extras. I have a few extras. You won't do the toe of Satan again. No balls. He's done it <laughs> twice. He's already in the talks. <laughs> I mean, I made him. I made the fucker do it twice. One by following him. The other one from for one from hitting his follow goal when I first met him, and then the other time I donated a certain amount of money. At this point, the toy of Satan is just fucking old for one way. He's done it twice already. We need to up the ante. I'll do a freeze-dried tarantula. No, I mean up the plain, ante on the spice. Plain. You can't put nothing on it. No hot sauce, no nothing. Just plain. No, what I mean by is up the ante with the spice level. Because <laughs> there are things hotter than the toe of Satan. Any Not ideas? many. World's hottest hot sauce. It's got to beat 9 million scoville. Oh, it does. I forget the exact amount on it. Also, it's not cheap to buy either, though. Yep, because the little nitro is 9 mil. So is Toe of Satan. Yep. <laughs> so, Don't worry, I'll find so, something. You got to so, keep that thing in your mouth so, for five minutes. I'll so find then, something. So, here, so here's what you do. You have him do the Death Nut 3.0. It's 16 million scovels. 
True. I'll come up with a number. <laughs> Get a bottle of the bomb. There's, there's one hot sauce that's like 15 million. And there's also one that's like 20. I think one of the Mad Dogs hot sauces is like 20 mil. Do you, yeah, a little bottle like this is going to cost you $100. I know, but it's like it's like 20 million Scoville units, and it's a small-ass fucking bottle, and it's fucking yeah, 20 yeah, mil. I have somebody who actually takes toothpick and just for challenges on stream. So, we've talked about why you got into content creation. Uh-huh. We've talked about a, l- a little bit about the charity that you support. You do a uh, a lot of work for them, and I've 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 lurked in both you and Max, Max's streams quite a bit. Um, what I would like to know is the the. the reasoning or the joy actually find from content creation interaction that's that's my main thing is interaction i i you know that 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 feeling you you get you got people in there you you're you're sitting there you're having conversations back and forth it is and and, you know you get close with people and it's that that bond that you have get from it that keeps going and going and going. So do, you, right. do you have any advice for someone wanting to go into content creation? Make friends. Make friends. That's the best thing you can do is make friends. Friends over followers, because I mean, the followers, you know, you have friends, they're going to come in no matter what you're playing. You have followers, you change your game, they're gone. They want to see one specific game and that's that. Make friends. Or some specific genre, like either specific game or genre is what they want. Yeah, like when, when I was playing COD, I and doing my my karaoke streams i met a bunch of people they i was doing uh beard dying challenges and a lot of people found me and one of them one guy challenged me to uh, a follower goal like who could get the most the this set amount of followers faster than the other and i'm like fine one you're gonna lose two you're gonna get butt hurt when you do lose and literally he was up on on me by like 20 and i i fell in with this group uh mad city and it was all about helping mad city's a group all about helping people get their affiliation and literally two weeks within within two weeks i surpassed him by 200 followers And 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 you know what? I was right. The guy got really butthurt and never talks to me anymore to this day. So I'm like, uh, it's so not like all these people are coming by. 
you know, th- legit, they were followers, not friends, and they didn't, you know, interact or whatnot. They would just sit there and lurk, which, you know, I'm fine with lurkers, but I really like to get to know people and have conversations with them. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Pool asked, uh, Sea Pool actually asked this question quite a few times, especially when he's on here. Um, if you had a chance to actually collaborate with any uh, streamer, any YouTuber, who would it be and why? Max, we're like brothers, and, and we ping off of each other so well. And it's just our back and forth camaraderie there. It's, you know, it's not like, you know, if something big happens, something big happens. Whoop de do, you know. I'm not. I'm not one of these guys that's gonna be like, oh, um, I want to. I want. I want to go do a collab with with Phase Mew or or some big shot like that, and you know, get a billion of his his followers. That no, no. Like I said, fr- friendships are more important to me than than the followers or the the people that you know are just. That that was honestly just a very there. wholehearted. That was honestly a very wholehearted answer, and I yeah, think that's I mean, one of the most wholehearted answers we've actually had on this po- on this podcast. Thank you, Taryn. That'll just be a clusterfuck of a stream. That'll just be a dumpster fire yeah. of a stream. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that wouldn't be a collab. That would be you just drooling. It would be glorious, he says. So, okay, Amaranth, Amaranth I, I, I don't even follow Amaranth. I, I, don't, I don't really approve of what she does on Twitch. That's her thing. Nothing, uh, but that's just not my cup of tea. That's just not my cup of tea. It's not, so you know, what I want to so put out there. We've kind of reached a, a climax of sorts um, as far as the questions that we actually have for you. Of course, kid. Of course. Okay. Did uh, you, you climax? Sweet. Um, that's a horrible terminology you made. That's yeah, horrible terminology. I, 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 don't, I don't care. That is horrible terminology, say- especially with the people that are in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but yeah, care. But yeah, okay. Like, like going back to the collab thing, Kay. Like, like I said, it's it's not about the views for me. It's it's about the friendships. Don't worry about it, Kay. <clears throat> Don't worry, Clay. I'll be clipping it. And I'll be oh, clipping it. Yes, Daddy. That. Oh, yeah. Chupapi <laughs> Mignano. Oh, yeah. So now's the segment that I, I, I like to. Uh, that I like to move on to is like if, if you have any questions for either of us. It could be about content creation, this, that, and the other. Uh, why we started, po- or why Rex started the podcast, this, that. 
Um, why are you young enough to be my kid? I mean, what? Um, what you see, uh, what you see, what happens is that um, my my parents, you know, decided to you know have children, and I was a mistake child either way. See, I was the only one that was planned. I was the only one that wasn't planned. <laughs> See, yeah, uh, my my little brother and sister. My my father had a vasectomy, and then along came my little brother and sister. Yeah, something about my mom hitting a pothole at seventy miles an hour right after the procedure apparently undid something. <laughs> See, for me, um, they had them. Um, they had my brother, and then they had my sister. They said no more kids. Um, literally, and then my, my mom was going to go for the surgery. A week before the surgery, she finds out she's pregnant. <laughs> I still to so, this day say my little sister's the milk man. So, Rex. What's up? Real quick, why don't you go through a mission statement of the podcast? What you, what you hope to uh, accomplish with this podcast? What I hope to accomplish for this podcast? I just want to get vet stories out there, man. <laughs> where, where, where do you see this in five years? Five years, hopefully with. I don't know. Five years. It's hard to say. Where Eventually, would I would like to see it. Well, I would love years. to do this as a full time job. I won't lie. I would love to do this podcast as a full time job. Or guys, I've said many times before. Ugh. My medical conditions already have me at that point, whether I like it or yeah. not. Yeah, so um, I would love to do this podcast, full time job, and ultimately, what we just want to do is change, you know, the different narratives that people have on vets, and not and try to change from the narratives that people look at vets like this guy went to war, this guy's a piece of shit, this guy's an asshole, this guy's just a baby killer. Try to change those narratives. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, Hammer. Veterinarian, that's fair. Offhanded question here. Where would you uh where would you like to see your content in five years? See my content in five years? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see myself going to TwitchCon with a group of friends. I'd I'd like to have a, a you know a big enough growth period where we we all get together, maybe like do do a shared house experience and hit TwitchCon all together. Um, there was actually talks about that this year with with a couple groups I'm with, and uh. It just so happens my brother is getting married smack dab in the middle of TwitchCon. <laughs> so, uh, guess who's not going to go to TwitchCon? Yeah, and then another thing for the podcast is once I move out, and I plan on moving out of state within the next, hopefully before next year, but it's probably going to be next year, I plan on moving out of state closer to one way. And the thing I want to do is I want to get a two-bedroom apartment and have and turn one of the bedrooms into a full-on podcast studio. Be expensive, See, but worth it. That. Be expensive, um, but worth the money. The room, the 
that's what I'm working on now. I'm actually um, going to be moving everything, shifting everything over to this corner, and I'm going to be back and um, I'm building, going to be building up walls and mm -hmm. walling myself off so I can put up my soundproofing and everything. And that's that's coming within this next year. Um, but in five years, my daughter will be 17. So. <laughs> She 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 got put like my daughter's my life. That's that that's all there is to it. Yeah. Um and she's a daddy's girl, but she's going into the seventh grade. She does she does dance, she does she plays the flute, she does volleyball. Uh she with doing all that, she recently just left the Girl Scouts. So I sadly I lost my Girl Scout cookie contact. Um <laughs> no more oh, than she up with daddy. another one. <laughs> I'll hit you up with another one. Because um, I know you and I live in the same state. Yeah. So, uh, Daddy's finally got her into gaming. She's on the Nintendo Switch. So, she's been Has doing she a... played Pokemon yet? No, what, what's that one game where you walk around and you can dig up stuff? Uh, you're like this little animated character. And Is there's that one little... dinosaur game? No, no, it's, uh, shoot. One of the bigger Nintendo Switch games, too. Um, I got no idea. I don't own a Switch either. So. Uh, Hawkeye, you know Ninja Ducky, right? She plays it. Vaguely? She plays it. I don't think I've actually got to catch her Why? stream, though. God, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, let's let's put a pin in that and um, so, come back. So to maybe it. have her on stream one day. <laughs> um, hey Hawkeye, where do you see your channel in five years? Well, two of those five years are actually going to be spent in school. That's real. I'm going for my associates in broadcasting and technology. Or broadcasting technology, uh, broadcasting and production technology. Let me get the actual degree program right. <laughs> so, uh, after those two years, I plan on making a full time comeback to either streaming or content creation in general, with the hopes of actually opening a video production company video audio production company ran by me and a few other people. My wife included, because one, she does keep me on a level head. She has a way of looking at me and going, should you really be doing that? No. I'm gonna go to sleep now. Who's who, who's who's ready to hit my challenge? Who's ready to do a straight stay awake forty-eight hour stream? <laughs> right. I've already done it. I'm good, partner. I've already done it, and I'm older than you. I don't Dude, give a shit. I, 
I fell out of a 24-hour attempt at 22 and a half. I was up a total of 56 hours for that broadcast, too. Cool. I guarantee you, you'll do voice work if I pay you for it. Nope. I'm going to go over there and have lots of fun with you. Oh, Especially no, you got to hear Pool's voice. Never do that again. <laughs> so I do that, and then, and then uh, you know, I really want my friend Rod Hiders and my Marshall Biscuits. Mm-hmm. I prefer Pool's voice. Um, well, well yeah, then, Elmo's you... Elmo going to send Big Bird over there to kick you in the ass. Uh, there. We're going to have a live reaction real quick on the stream. Your discussion applies. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have a voiceover for the offline version that he's made. Go click that link and watch the first few minutes of any VOD that he's done. Well, first few minutes outside of the intro. Obviously. Because I'm not going to force Dead Seepool to jump into Discord and. Don't fuck up my overlay, bitch! You know, fuck, fuck you, Kay. As you can see right back here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you hear his voice? Hello, Anubis. It's okay, you should see him use you should see him use the shark VTuber model. Bruce the Shark. You should see him use Bruce the Shark. There's probably a clip in there somewhere about it. Oh, I know oh, there is. That's your red made one. Uh huh. I guarantee you, if I got up enough money and paid pool, he'd do some voiceover work. True. He didn't mind for free, so I'm sorry. I get the upper hand. He did the podcast one for free, but he's also a co-host. So that helps. <laughs> it's like you with the editing. You're a co-host, so that helps. Yeah, but I also cut a deal with you. I know. I'm on the plate right now, so I can't even pay you. So click the sponsorship link. This episode brought to you by, by, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah. We have a sponsor <laughs> by Audible. That's true. We do have a link for Audible. So, um, if you like to, there should be a link down there somewhere for you to, you know, do a free trial Almost. of Audible. Almost says, click the fucking link or get shit on. <laughs> 
Yeah, thirty three strong, man. As we uh, as we wrap up any uh, as we wrap up the podcast here, uh, do you have any other final questions for like me or Rex or uh, even one for a couple people that you've seen constantly pop up in chat? Katarin, also Katarin Pooley, if you have any questions for Hammer, feel free to ask them too. Yeah. Yeah, Elmo, Elmo answered, Elmo answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy is... <laughs> this guy sitting here talking like Elmo. He, he even get up on his chair and twerk for you. I'm going to find a hole after the stream. One that's specifically six feet. <laughs> I'm gonna think you need something bigger than six feet for Big Bird. For Hammer. <laughs> anything, anything, okay? Hey, you got any questions for Hammer? That's what we're asking. You have any questions? Hey, Hammer, do you have any questions for us at all? Uh, brain fart when people ask me if I have questions. That's usually what happens. I think that's ADHD normalcy, though. Eh, sometimes. Sometimes you get the rare case like me, I'll have a question about anything. Um, What's the number one game y'all played nowadays? Lately, it's been Tarkov. <laughs> oh, Tarkov and Ready Oh my Tarkov, god! Tarkov and Ready or Not are too many ones right now. I could only imagine my whole setup if I tried to play Tarkov. Oh, so hey, Axis. How do you feel about the VA? I'm all right because I really don't have to deal with them, but I've heard a lot of. Hardships trying to go through VA. Um, since I'm outside the the mile radius, I basically I get to choose my own provider, Mr. Hawkeye, right here, and whatnot because I'm outside the radius, so I don't have to really go through them that much. Oh, speaking of the audible link, it's right there. <laughs> Click the link, fuckers. And get a 33 free trial. Yes, Kay. Very, I am very lucky with that. Um, because I'm in North Carolina, they try to stick my VA as oh, North Carolina. He's in North Carolina, too. And the closest VA is like out in like Charlotte for North Carolina. Instead of, you know, giving me the VA in, in, uh, Virginia, which is literally an hour and a half away from me, since they've assigned me to the North Carolina one, I'm outside their radius. Ooh. Probably even outside the radius for Kernersville. Because uh -huh. I'm in the ocean. Wouldn't Raleigh be? Or Raleigh-Durham? Well, they, they, they actually had me go to uh, Fayetteville 
for one of my post med board checkups. See, I have a friend that lives in Faithville, and I know how far away that is from Hawkeye, at least, and that's far away from Hawkeye. <laughs> and <laughs> I am and on a, three hours. Yeah. So I'm on the northeastern coast of North Carolina. I'm literally an hour drive from Virginia. Mm. All right, we are going nice. to start wrapping up this episode. So, Hammer, do you have any, any final things, final words to say about the podcast? It was amazing. I loved it. Thank you all for having me. I know we've had this uh, in the plans for a while. And I'm glad that I was able to, you know, get my fresh installed Windows 10 before <laughs> we we made it to this date. <laughs> <laughs> Any final things, that guy? Uh, don't do anything stupid this weekend. Don't do it. Don't do anything that Hawkeye would do. La 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 la. Elmo's world. I'm not trying to get copyrighted. Uh, one, not trying to get copyrighted. So you cut that out right now. <laughs> Um, two, um, it would be much appreciated if you guys would, um, if you guys want Audible, if you guys want to try Audible, please use the link down below. It helps out the podcast and co-hosts and stuff. This thing that's got pull his new mixer is this thing's got me, my mixer and stuff. So it really helps out the podcast itself. So it'd be much appreciated. 